0: Welcome to Sales Tech Stars, Sales Star Podcast. This is where we feature news, tips, and insights on B2B sales. Happy to have you here. John Pickone, Regional President for the US region at Adform, an integrated advertising platform, is here as a guest on this episode of the Sales Star Podcast. John is here to talk about his current new role and what it really takes to drive success and branding in today's highly competitive and dynamic B2B market marketplace. And we're really excited to hear from John today. And John, it's really good to have you here. We welcome you to the Saint Star podcast. We're looking forward to this conversation. But before we dive into the main theme and the main Q&A section of this episode, we'd love it if you can introduce yourself to the audience. Tell us about the biggest highlights, your journey in the B2B tech market, and more about your current role in that form.
1: Absolutely. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you about all these wonderful subjects. So thank you for the opportunity. I recently joined Adform. My past has been centered around the advertising and technology marketplace. I was fortunate enough to have started my career a couple of years before the Internet really went and was sitting on people's computers. So in the early mid 90s. And I found myself working at a startup at the time it was called real media that changed names to become 24 seven real media. That was one of the ad serving solutions. So advertising technology where it delivered the actual advertising campaigns for both publishers and advertisers and the agencies who managed those. It was a wonderful time because the intersection of advertising through agencies and publishers is a really dynamic marketplace. And it gave me a bird's eye view of how media is purchased and sold. And most importantly, how the media metrics that are found in advertising technology can be correlated to the business metrics of why brands um, actually do advertising. Uh, So this company, I was fortunate enough to have had the opportunity to have worked in Paris, France, as the American lead for our European offices. And with the internet growth, had the chance to open up offices in about 12 different countries during that time period, servicing local regional advertisers in those respective markets. That company eventually was purchased by one of the largest advertising agency holding companies called WPP. And I was there through the acquisition and moved on to the television advertising technology side of the house, where another startup was looking to disrupt the way that digital video recorders or DVRs were going to help consumers. And was there a way to deliver advertising through DVR? That company eventually was acquired later. And I then went into the health literacy business through content video advertising, where we produced health literacy videos and distributed them on linear television, classic TV and digital video, and had the chance to learn what it means to produce content and then monetize that content in a safe and compliant way and help consumers. So it was a very interesting, it was a business to consumer play, but obviously our customers were business to business. And then I found myself in another startup, Um, where I was one of the starting guys and grew this company to a nine-figure run rate where we focused on data-driven linear television by sampling what people were watching on TV and predicting what they would watch next. And so our advertisers, again, were agencies and advertisers and the television networks with publishers, if you will, themselves. This led me to many different ways of interpreting the value of advertising and technology Through many different stakeholders, as I mentioned. And now, most recently, at AdForm, which you mentioned is is an advertising technology platform focused really on delivering cross device, meaning on your phones, on your laptops, on your TVs, digital advertising formats, the measuring thereof, and then keeping the consumer's identity private from any of the stakeholders and keeping the data in safe hands most notably with the advertisers.
0: Absolutely. So as someone who's seen different aspects of this evolution and through different roles, you've also adopted different kinds of processes and strategies to drive your own goals and business goals for your team. And while doing that, there's also been a lot of change in the marketplace. So through this evolution, what has really worked for you and what has really been something that has sort of fallen off the radar over the years as this evolution has taken place?
1: My answer is really baked mainly in pre-COVID days when we had the opportunity to travel. The most interesting aspect of the sales and marketing efforts is how do you deliver the most succinct message to the right person so it doesn't take too much of their time while being informative and educational. We're living in a world of terabytes of data but we really just need the one critical kilobyte of information to actually get somebody's attention. So I've always found that with the preparation of specific stakeholders with whom you wish to reach out to and or meet, being in front of them mainly at conferences and having the opportunity to hear their perspective on the market and then respectively talk to them about how services could be applicable while creating a human connection can't be beat. How that is then supported through the technology tools to identify what conferences are worth the money and then what respective marketing efforts to get your brand known during that time is a different ball of wax, but respectively linked. If I really had to narrow it down, the biggest bang for the buck is what you make out of it when you're physically with the folks with whom you need to have understand your product and services in person
0: absolutely we're sort of in a different dynamic in this year we have businesses and the whole global marketplace trying to get back into some semblance of the pre-COVID pace and the way things were before we had a global pandemic. So we have a lot of talk about how events are going to shape up and take on a different form through the year, the importance of sort of having a balance between physical events as well as online events so that you're still being able to reach out to a larger audience. So there's a lot to look forward to as these trends change and As a result of this, there are different kinds of marketing and sales tactics that have to be adopted as well because there's constant dynamics and evolution. So as this whole B2B technology segment innovates itself, as customer trends also constantly change, it is important not just to keep in mind that your sales marketing and your core processes have to evolve along with it, but it's also important to understand what team leaders in these different departments like revenue, sales, and marketing, what they need to do to keep their teams ahead and to keep their brands ahead? Because everyone faces the same common challenges. We are in a crowded marketplace. So we'd love to hear from you about this. What does it really take to drive output, to drive that sort of unique positioning and that unique outreach to create faster ROI? The keyword here will be faster and better revenue output. For your
1: companies. Of course. It's interesting because when you're speaking to brand marketers about what's important to them, and I know there's been a fair amount on your podcast of brand marketers who talk about their strategies respectively, they talk about the role of staying front and center and helping them through the journey. This notion of brand journey, this, the respective services of understanding those touch points are managed through technology. And again, going back to what are those critical points become the salient sales components to drive a brand's growth. And brands go through different stages of growth from the early stages. And when we talk about advertising, when they can only afford things that they pay on acquisition basis to inevitably where they're buying awareness based campaigns, in which everybody is a customer and you're trying to get into the consumer's consideration set, both of those processes need to be understood in order to qualify. The tracking systems to understand how a brand grows and where it is in that growth are critical because you don't want to provide the wrong marketing objective solution at the wrong time. And it's not always so easy to find that information because everybody wants to be bigger than they are. So the diligence of identifying how a brand grows and who their core customers really are. So, for example, in the consumer packaged goods category, their core customers are not necessarily the retail—excuse me—the consumers, but the retailers themselves. Convincing them that they're putting enough media into the market so that they can populate the shelves, with people will come in looking for it, so the retailers can sell it. It's a very interesting dynamic of where the data sits, how quickly you can get to it. So then back to the comment I was making before, you have the kilobyte of data that is specifically succinct enough and applicable to where a brand is growing.
0: So when you have these changes happening at the brand level, at the team level, you also have to look at how MarTech and AdTech, how the solutions that you use are changing, how the capabilities are evolving to meet the current marketplace trends and challenges, as well as to sort of enable efforts within these teams. So that is, on the one hand, that's why you have these revolutions taking place when it comes to MarTech and AdTech. And on the other hand, you have the need for The end users to understand this market, understand these evolutions, and understand what can really work for them and how and why. So, if you can bridge the gap between these two, talk a little bit about the future of Martech and AdTech in in your view. How do you feel this marketplace is shaping up to look like? And what do you feel marketers and advertisers need to do to capitalize on these newer innovations, understanding what they can do better to sort of optimize? the adoption of the tech stack, as well as the core processes to drive the end goals.
1: So I think we should start with the core principles of the advertising and technology marketing ecosystem. And they are brands, advertisers, companies. There's publishers in which, and thirdly there's consumers. The consumers go to publishers to get specific content, whether it's on a TV screen or on your phone. And then the advertising comes and supports that model. Each one of those has their different stages of growth. Unfortunately, we're in a very fragmented world and time is the only thing that's static. There's only 24 hours per day, but yet our choice has been so fragmented that it's very difficult for the brands to identify how to reach people at scale and when to reach them at scale, because kids, not only are consumers fickle with their brand choices, but then their content choices are also fickle. So How do I, as a brand, depending on where I'm growing my awareness and inevitably my sales, find the right time at the right cost? So in today's ecosystem, we're seeing what's referred to as walled gardens, companies that can protect the data for the benefit of themselves and not help marketers understand where there's duplication of audiences across these walled gardens. And this is driving up a lot of frequency, meaning... The number of times that we, the consumers, get hit with the same ad is hard for that marketer to actually measure. So marketing technology, and this drives up the cost of their media. So as the technology becomes more capable of guessing what's happening in the walled gardens until the walled gardens come down, you will notice that the actual advertising dollars will reciprocally come down which is very interesting because you would think it would be the opposite, because today marketers are concerned that they're hitting too many of the same people at the same time. And they'd rather find the incremental viewers who have not seen their ad at all. That's the biggest challenge. So where marketing and technology is going is inevitably looking at, can I spend a $100 and get a $150 worth of value? Or can I spend $80 to get 120, so what's the delta between my return on investment and how much I need to spend to get that return? And that's what they continually juggle. So any technology that can help evaluate consumers' behaviors in a privacy way is inevitably going to be more important moving forward.
0: This is a constantly evolving marketplace, and besides trends, besides innovative capabilities, there are consumer trends to look at there are processes that companies need to keep revisiting and it'll always be exciting to watch this space and as a result of which we definitely we cannot wrap this up and end this conversation and theme we definitely have you back again sometime soon to rediscuss certain aspects of this but before that for today we hope that you enjoyed having this conversation with us as we did and before we end for the day we'd love it if you can share a couple of last minute takeaways or as you knew as you take on more responsibilities in your new role at AdForm. A couple of best practices, if you'd like to share, based on what new sales, revenue, or marketing leaders need to do when they take on new teams in this B2B tech market.
1: I think I would leave us with how can we create our own teams to be as actionable based on the data and the common metrics that they choose to win business? And I've always been a fan of objectives and key results, which is a model that allows the company to agree upon what are the quarterly objectives, both from a corporate department and individual basis, and then have the cadence on a weekly basis to actually track on the health of hitting those metrics. This is obviously supported through technology in lots of different ways, but it's the cadence of continuation to track our own efforts That's going to win the day.
0: John, thank you so much for this session that you had with us today. And until our next conversation, we wish you and your team at AdFall all the very best.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate it.